Good evening, guys, and welcome to another major episode of Triggered. Thank you for tuning in. So we're changing things up a little bit, guys. Uh, it's hard to change the thumbnail once it's up. So um, Anna Paulina Luna will be filling in for Congressman Eli Crane. Uh, he called. Something came up last minute. Don't need to get into the details, but we'll have him on sometime soon. But this one actually works out perfectly because Florida Congresswoman Anna Paulina, friend of the show, uh, has been on before, America First all the way, is going to call in and she's going to give us all the latest details on the censure of Adam Bull Schiff, or some of you may know him as Adam Full of Schiff, or Shifty Schiff. In the reality, he's just the biggest piece of shit in Congress. His name just happens to rhyme with it, but really, honestly, he doesn't deserve uh, the, the buffering there. She'll be with us in just moments, and then we'll get to all the top news. So we're going to reverse things around. We're going to do it on the fly because, you know, we're capable of doing these kinds of things. That's the beauty of this show. So again, guys, be sure to like, subscribe. Uh, all below so we can continue to get the message out. If you're driving a lot over the summer and have weekends, I know Rumble will put this stuff up on iTunes and Spotify uh, in a day or two. So some of these will be evergreen. You can check it out later. There's so much to talk about, but that's another way to do it, especially if you're not going to be at your computer as much uh, this summer. So you can catch up with everything that's going on. I also want to take two seconds before we get to Anna to thank all of our brave sponsors, right? Not easy to sponsor a show like this, so go check out the folks at Goldco and learn how you can take the steps to secure and stabilize your retirement. Guys, we got to be honest. We see the economic storm brewing. We see all of the warning signs literally every time we turn on the TV or open up our laptops. Not the Hunter Biden laptop, but mine actually has like financial news and it doesn't look pretty. I just want you to be prepared and I want to make sure you know all about the options that you can take to protect your family's financial security. And owning tangible physical inflation, especially in this world, hedging gold and silver can help to diversify your portfolio. Goldco has top-notch customer service. They'll answer all of your questions. They'll walk you through it step by step so you can figure out exactly what you're doing so you can learn from them. So from precious metal IRAs to direct purchases of gold and silver, they've helped thousands of Americans diversify and protect their retirement savings. So like I always say, folks, support the companies who support you instead of supporting the woke companies that hate your guts. You can go check them out at DonJuniorGold.com. That's D-O-N-J-R Gold.com. Learn more and educate yourselves. Also, folks, make sure to check out the folks at Patriot Mobile because you're going to have a cell phone. You might as well use one with a company that shares and supports your values. With Patriot Mobile, you put America first with every call, all while getting the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. And Patriot Mobile even donates a portion of every dollar to support groups that fight for the First Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms, our precious Second Amendment, totally under attack right now, the sanctity of life, and protecting our brave police and first responders. They're a great company that lives up to their principles and understands the importance of the parallel economy. So for free activation, go to patriotmobile.com triggered. 
okay? Really easy to switch over. You can get free activation, or you can leave your cell phone with a company that, like, the parent company wanted to cancel OAN and Newsmax and other conservative programming. Again, the people that hate your guts, all in all, I wouldn't be supporting them. So check out Patriot Mobile. Again, that's patriotmobile.com slash triggered. And with that, joining us now, Florida Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna. Anna, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me back on. And I do have big shoes to fill because Eli's a badass up in Congress. <laughs> yeah, no, he's done, a, he's done a great job. And I was sort of following him just, you know, through some of the stuff that I do, like before he ever ran for Congress, when he was just doing the stuff over at Bottle Breacher and, uh, you know, a, a good guy, something came up, you know, we'll, we'll leave that to them. I know he'll be back on <laughs> uh, shortly, but, you know, it actually works out perfectly because uh, you did something that, very few uh, Congress people have ever done. And more importantly, you didn't just follow the norms of, you know, freshman congresswoman supposed to sit in the corner and shut up and listen to the old bureaucrats who do jack shit. You took <laughs> an issue that I think every American, if you objectively look at what Adam Schiff did, um, and you took him and got him censured. Talk all about it, because, I mean, how did the effort get started Tell us what the process is like. I think it's only happened like 25 times in the history of Congress. So that's 435 people uh, just on the House side, I guess almost 535 if you add in the Senate, um, you know, over a few hundred years. I mean, he joins a group of uh, pretty, let's call it shifty characters. <laughs> yeah, you know, just to kind of follow up on what you were saying there, you know, Last week, he was gloating that the initial attempt didn't work, right? And we know that there was a fine in there. It was roughly half the cost of what it cost the American taxpayers for the Russia hoax investigation. And I was like, you know what? I'm not letting this guy get off the hook. So I had like a busted foot. I'm wheeling up to him in the hall as I'm leaving. And I said, hey, I'm going to see you back next week. And I don't think that they believed me. So they thought they got away with it. And then as soon as Monday morning came, I came, I filed. And we brought it to the floor. So there's something called a privilege resolution. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is it's the ability of any one member of Congress, whether you're in the minority or the majority, to bring forward a vote if it meets a certain level of criteria. And really how this came up, and I don't even think I've told anyone this story, but I was actually at home a few weeks back. And I was thinking about everything that had happened because the Durham report had just dropped. I got to page nine of the Durham report and I was like, this is some egregious shit here. Like you have the FBI covering for the Clintons, illegal spy. I mean, it was just disgusting. I'm on oversight and I'm thinking, okay, what mechanisms do I have? What tools do I have at my disposal to where we can actually bring accountability back? Because just like everyone else is frustrated with Congress saying one thing and doing the other, I also am frustrated, especially when we have, you know, hearings on oversight. We have these bureaucrats of the Biden administration not responding to our subpoenas. I mean, just complete lack of respect. So I was actually looking up, um, you know, Congress used to have a jail. And really? so I was reading about it on the history of that. Yeah, they, they had an area where they would hold people if they were in contempt. And so I was just kind of reading up on the history of that and just kind of what punitive actions Congress could take. And I came across um, a website and it was talking about the historical precedence of censuring and so I started reading through it, and if you bring dishonor to the House of Representatives, if you're caught doing something unethical, if you're abusing your position of power, 
Those are all reasons that you could file a privilege motion and then bring forward the censure vote. And then also it specified that Congress, amongst our colleagues, reserve the ability to, if if in any capacity we find that there should be a fine paid, that that's decided amongst ourselves. It's not, not constitutional. It's not personally making someone liable, but we can also do that. And so ultimately, I came back in the following week when I flew back up from Florida, and I told my team, I said, we're going to send your Adam Schiff. And they kind of looked at me like, what? And so we worked with the parliamentarian, we figured out the process, and we brought the vote to the floor. And the 20 initially that weren't comfortable with the fine, I talked to over the weekend, and they came on board. And from the looks of it, just yesterday alone, I mean, it was a unanimous vote amongst the Republican conference to censure him. And then you, of course, saw the meltdown, didn't you? Of what oh, I, I, I saw the meltdown. I, I think what we I think we have a clip of it later with everything that got thrown in. Like we're, we're doing the show sort of in reverse. I'll do news of the day afterwards. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, you know, going to do, you know, even an ask me anything. I'll look at some of the questions from the people in the live chat. So if you have good stuff, I'm going to have my team just try to pick out the best ones because sometimes it starts scrolling. It's hard to actually pick them up. But yeah, I think we're going to we're going to hit that later. But the meltdown was epic. I mean, I get some of the, the constitutional arguments on the Republican side about the fine, but when you think about it, wasn't just that Adam Schiff lied to the American people and cost them $60 million in a witch hunt. It, it's the opportunity cost of the time that was wasted on Russia, 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 beyond just the investigation and the direct cost. I mean, think of the time that could have been spent in Congress, like trying to better American lives, uh, trying to fix our educational system, trying to fix our healthcare system, trying to fix so many of the broken systems in our country. But because it was against Donald Trump and it was the shiny object and everyone was on it, I mean, it wasn't just 60 million, it was probably billions of dollars when you think about the total cost. The 60 is the, the cost of the investigation and XYZ, whatever that may have been. You know, talk a little bit about that, because, you know, we do this often where we'll we'll sort of blow something that makes total sense over the, the technicalities. I don't think the Democrats would ever given you that benefit of the doubt. They would have just passed it. You know, you fight it out later on. Um, but the reality is, I mean, he did a lot of damage to those systems. I mean, I, I was a personal uh, recipient of the ire because, you know, I did 50 hours of congressional testimony, millions of dollars in legal fees defending bullshit. Uh, but <laughs> you still have to deal with it. The problem with BS is you still have to deal with it. Um, and yet, you know, there's, there is no, there's, you get censured, but there's no actual accountability for these things. He'd probably do it a hundred times over again if he could, because that's how flawed the system is right now. A hundred percent. And so we also did make sure that we sent him for a full investigation with ethics. So that's going along with the centers. He will be fully investigated. And I do hope exactly like you stated, they looked into that. So remember, Adam Schiff was the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, yep. meaning that he was he had privy access to information that not even members of my Congress, uh, members of as myself, who's on the congressional oversight, have access to. He said that he saw documentation and then proceeded to not just fundraise off of it, but use it to elevate his personal position. And then also, too, it was used to spy on Carter Page, violated his civil liberties. And in addition to that, was used so that the FBI could basically surveillance and undermine a duly elected president 
also you know also known as President Donald Trump. Yeah. So the whole point is is that this man absolutely abused his position of power and authority. He lied to the American people, which people will say, well, Congress Congress is actually protected under free speech and debate clause for lying, even though it doesn't make it right. But then also too, he was guilty of fraud, waste, and abuse with those taxpayer dollars going towards this frivolous investigation. Well, so, yeah, but, I, I mean, the free speech is one thing, but like I, I think of it from my perspective, like you know, I did those fifty hours, millions in legal fees, you know, for treason. What he wanted to, I mean, he was on TV saying, I committed treason, a crime punishable by death. Like, I take that seriously as a patriot. Like, uh, is, is there anything that I can do? I mean, can I get him to pay my legal fees? All the stuff that we wasted having to defend his baseless lies. I mean, he was on the floor of Congress yesterday talking about me and, oh, I took a phone call. Get, like, guess what? He took a phone call from Ukrainian pranksters. Like, he, he mobilized a team to go to Ukraine to get the information to get Trump based on literally Ukrainian shock jocks. So, you know, he can criticize me on the floor of the House. He was the leader of the Intelligence Committee. Like, I was a 35-year-old real estate developer. I'd been in politics for all of about two weeks. And yet, you know, he can be out there, oh, Donald Trump Jr. did this. Donald he did that. And, like, he should actually be the one person that maybe would know better, but, you know, clearly that doesn't matter. Well, there is still the chance, uh, whether or not it happens, that ethics decides that he should be expelled from Congress for his actions, and we did send him for the full investigation. So regardless of what he's saying on television, Don, I saw him last night multiple times after the vote, and at one point we were in the rotunda, and MSNBC was next to me. I was doing a hit with Fox News, and he was standing within 10 feet of me. And just he looks at the floor. You could tell he's bumming because if you really think about it, you know, we're not we're not immortal. And at the end of the day, people in history will realize Adam Schiff, you know, representative of a 30th congressional district, has been censured for lying mm -hmm. and undermining a duly elected president. And ultimately, that's going to be his legacy in Congress. I mean, God, what a what a terrible, terrible thing to have on your record. But like you said, is are you able to, you know, personally fight what happened? And it is as egregious what happened to your family. But I couldn't help but notice that yesterday, even when we were debating, we had Nancy Pelosi down there, Eric Swalwell. Remember, Eric Swalwell slept with a Chinese spy. Yeah, my, my, minor detail. I remember that guy when I was doing my testimony. He was in the room. I think it was the room with Schiff. And I'm looking at these two clowns. I'm like, these people have access to the highest intelligence in the land. And it, like, as an American, it was just disappointing because, A, you realize they're not, they're not even, you know, there's no patriotic bones in their body. They could care less. These people are the communists. But I remember getting out of that in the House Intelligence Committee. My own lawyers couldn't have telephones in the room. Uh, I couldn't have a telephone in the room. I'm there locked in, you know, you've, you've I'm sure been in those rooms before, and I'm locked in this place. We couldn't do this. Your access totally shut off from the world. And I get out. It's like 730 at night after a long day. And I noticed, like, we started early. Uh, and, you know, at 11 o'clock, at the first bathroom break, I'm looking at Twitter. It's like, oh, my God, they were leaking during the bathroom breaks. Like, you know, so we were held to a certain standard by our lawyer. And, like, Schiff is there just literally lying to, you know, MSDNC or CNN. Uh, you know, one of the big gotcha moments of that, you know, 1718 Russia, Russia, Russia cycle was, you know, some dude, I guess, just spammed, like, a bunch of Trump organization emails and like actually happened to get my email and it was with the WikiLeaks data dump. The problem is it was something like this. 
the actual email came in on like, let's call it, you know, July 14th. But when Adam Schiff leaked it, he took out the one in 14. So the actual data dump happened on like the 10th, right? So it looked like I had got the stuff on the 4th, six days before the entire world saw it, rather than four days after the entire world saw it. So this guy was like some, you know, nobody learning, hey, have you seen this? Like, how could you miss it? It was like the biggest story of the week. But they made it seem like I had some sort of privileged information, and literally by eliminating the numbers, and nothing happens to them, you know? So yeah, uh, I, I'd be happy to testify uh, in that panel about all of the lies that I went through under the committee that he was overseeing, if it helps with ethics, because... Again, if there's one person that doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt based on his actions, it's certainly Adam Schiff. Well, I definitely think that that may be something if they decide to bring in and actually ask for statements from witnesses, because what he did was completely wrong. It was criminal. If this was in, a, in the civilian world without being associated with government, the guy would probably be in jail and he'd absolutely be a total con artist. Yeah. But what was great to see is the level of meltdown that these people went to on the floor. They were chanting, shame, shame, shame. At one point, Nancy Pelosi got gaveled out by the interim speaker. And, you know, this is the former speaker of the House. And then she was out of time. And she's talking about how miserable we look. And yet I was the one that had the last word. And I was like, look, I, you know, I don't really care what the gentlewoman from California has to say. This is about integrity. And you guys are so fixated and focused on Donald Trump. And this is about Adam Schiff. So yeah. I 100% own my vote. We'll be voting to censure him. But it was deserved. And I think at the end of the day, people are like, oh, well, you know, does this help his Senate race? Look, if you were going to vote for Adam Schiff, you're going to still vote for Adam Schiff regardless, right? Like yeah. that's when you're compromised. You're more of a compromise. But at the end of the day, this is about, Re restoring faith, I think, with the American people that we'll actually hold people accountable. Yeah. And frankly, sitting through an ethics investigation is not fun. And so I hope he enjoys his time there. Yeah, as do I. Like I said, I think, uh, you know, what would have happened to me if I lied before his committee as many times as he lied about me? Like, I'd be in jail right now. Um, yep. You know, and, and by the way, and rightfully so. Uh, but but I'd be in jail and, you know, he, he runs for Senate and will run fundraising off of this. So, you know, it, it, it's good to see it happen. I, you know, I, I hope it, it gets to him uh, the way it should. And so, any, hey, anyone who should be censured next? Who, who else is on the hit list? <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, can't laugh. I can't tip my hat just yet. But what I can say is, you know, censuring uh, privilege motions and then also to something called the Holman rule is something that we have as a uh, accountability mechanism. So mm -hmm. as you know, there's been many of these Biden appointees, whether it's the director of the FBI, whether it's, you know, the head of Space Force that's talking about, you know, pushing a pro just crazy hyper sexualized agenda on troops when we're supposed to be focused on mission readiness. Yeah. Whatever it is, uh, we can use this tool to actually defund federally appointed positions and effectively remove their salary, thus removing the person in that position. So that is something that we are going to be utilizing as we near this appropriations fight here coming in the summertime. Nice. And so I might be pregnant, but I'm not broken. So <laughs> well, now listen. Like I said, I, I love, I love that you got it done. You know, again, <laughs> as a freshman, seven months pregnant. You know, I take a little extra personal joy in it. That I think I, I was an early Anna Paulina Luna adapter. I think I, you know, uh, two two endorsement cycles ago and everything like that. So I think I was one of the first to be like, this one's going to be a winner, and this is exactly what we need. So it's nice when you get it right every once in a while. 
Well, all I can say is that you have an eye for talent. So keep doing what you're doing because I know J.D. Vance is doing great in Senate. And I know that you, as a whole, you know, a lot of people try to say that they're the Trump conservative candidate. I don't care what anyone says. I've run through two really nasty primaries. And if you are America first, that's what people want. They don't want this old school establishment, you know, out of touch politician and so it does matter if you have the support of you or your dad. And so when you see that endorsement come through, if you guys are considering getting into politics, I mean, those are the candidates that you want to go for because they've been vetted. And, and that's the person that typically will actually stand by and do what they say they were going to do on the campaign trail. And, and you're seeing that really play out with a lot of the endorsed candidates up here in Washington now from President Trump. Yeah, no, listen, I think you, you guys are getting it done. And I, lo I love, you know, a lot of that, you know, a freshman class right now. I think, you know, how would you assess, you know, the, the progress right now of the House GOP so far? You know, what, what are the other, you know, major wins? And, you know, where, where would you want to see some improvement? Where, where are you getting held up by, you know, again, you know, that establishment class that perhaps doesn't quite want to let go uh, of where... America is, which I, I think you're 100% right. America is now all about America first, not, well, you know, tell them what they want to hear at a cocktail party and then do whatever the establishment, you know, military industrial complex wants you to do. You know, how would you say you're doing? Where would you want to change things? You know, who are the people holding you back? I would say that probably the biggest win right now that we have is understanding issues affecting, I'd say like probably the issues affecting everyone culturally, that it's not just politics and then culture separate, but that we have to get involved in some of these social issues because, you know, as we're seeing with like this, like pro radical trans movement that seems to be yeah. targeting children now, I mean, it's pretty egregious what they're doing. It's, it feels like child innocence has, is, has been absolutely the target of some of these people for nefarious reasons. And I'm not saying that trans people are predators. What I'm saying is that, it's wrong to involve a child and then remove a child's innocence to hypersexualize them. Yeah, I, I've seen so much of that. And it's always like, well, you know, we're, we're not doing this, but it's like, well, here's it, here you're doing this. It's like, well, if we are doing it, that's not bad. It's like, you know, there's always, like, you're literally catching, yeah, we're not groomers. It's like, okay, well, then there, there's no kids at your hypersexualized, insane, naked uh, drag show. Oh, well, then we're packing up our bags and leaving. I'm like, but, but wait, I thought That's it wasn't. I, I thought <laughs> yeah. it wasn't about the kids. If it, if it's not about the kids, why wouldn't the show go on to adults? Like if you're not groomers, you know. And then it's like you know, you see the stuff. You know, well, if the parents don't let a three-year-old mutilate their body and go through a sec, we're going to remove the children from the house based on what? Like a doctor, you know, or a teacher convincing a three-year-old or a, you know the most impressionable minds in the world. I mean, as a as a soon-to-be mother. Uh, this must be terrifying. You know, we, we can't be with our kids 24-7. You certainly can't in Congress. I know I can't as a business guy, and I have, I have five young kids. I see this stuff, and it's like, oh, my God. Like, why is there this never-ending desire to, to desperately need to talk graphic sexual details with our children? And then when you call them out on it, and well, that's not what we're doing. It's like, but here's an example. Well, it's not, but it's okay because it, it never ends. It never I mean, ends. It's, I, it's, you saw it's, the it's, LA Dodgers this weekend. You see Target. I'm like, you really need, you know, satanic trans, you know, four-year-old uh, outfits? Like, I, I, like, really? Like, that, you really need to do that? 
It's it's pretty. It, it doesn't scare me. It pisses me off. So like in the state of Washington, parents are losing their rights if you don't go with a transition for a minor for a child. They yeah. can come in. The state can come in and take away your child. Same with California. They're trying to push the same um, legislation. So obviously, parental rights. Your a parent is always going to be better informed on how to deal with their child than the federal government, hands yeah. down. And so that's something that we're fighting for. But I think that the messaging from the GOP has gotten better on that front. I'd like to see some improvement in regards to, you know, the Hispanic outreach, because right now the the Democrats, they pander all the time. Right. Pander, pander, pander. Um, So probably that. And then also, too, I mean, look, I'm conservative before I'm Republican. So fiscal responsibility. Uh, that's something that we have yep. to do. If we just continue down this path, I've talked to many other members who've been up here for 15, 20 years that I do respect. And they're like, look, Anna, if we don't stop this spending, I've been here. I, I've seen how it works with the debt ceiling. They say that we'll deal with it next time. And then it just comes back around. So look, Donna, I don't want to do this forever. I don't plan on doing this forever. But at least while I'm here, I'm going to make it count. And so that's kind of why you're seeing me with my – I'm not cavalier. I'm not – I'm not yeah. You know, yeah, irresponsible with it. But I just – if the worst thing that can happen is I do the right thing, I sleep well at night, and I don't get reelected only to spend time in Florida with my family, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, listen, I, I, I hope, uh, you know, it may not be a forever job, but I sure as hell hope you stay there for a while because, you know, again, <laughs> you're getting things done. And now, but that's the thing, you know, you, you mentioned what's going on in Washington state and, uh, you know, you saw the, I guess, Wisconsin voting like you can't, you know, you can't discriminate against hiring someone who is literally a pedophile. Like, you know, like that's now a protected class, you know, as, or as the Democrats would call it, minor attracted persons or youth attracted persons, maps or yaps. I mean, I feel like we're being punked. So that's when sort of that old school, well, you know, we're live and let live, you know, Republican kind of, I want to get invited to the DC Christmas parties hosted by the Washington Post. So, you know, we must allow for these degenerates to take over and make every rule imaginable. Like, you know, I, I hope more people like you either stay or that your success within Congress brings other people that have the guts to do these things into the race. Because I actually think we're winning the culture war right now. But when you look at what we're up against, whether it's big tech, mainstream media, it's, you know, they have trillion dollar empires functioning as their marketing department. People are getting it, but it's it's hard to get to everyone to get through the constant messaging, the congressional races that they're, you know, they're spending 10 to one on, uh, you know, owning all of the TV, having, you know, big tech censoring your content going out or my content going out, but artificially boosting some lunatic leftist. And and really changing uh, and manipulating the truth so that people aren't getting uh, a real example of where both sides are. Yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. I was just talking to uh, Representative Matt Gates, and I was talking about actually getting involved in helping candidates get elected and getting through the election cycles, just because, you know, as you stated earlier, like when you're a newbie, especially in politics, like some people spend their entire lives angling and positioning and learning how to be in office. And it makes it a heck of a lot easier if you've been in Washington and if you have family that's been in politics. And so when you're coming at it from an outsider, there's so much that you're just not aware of. You don't see kind of the angling, the strategy behind it. And really it's, you know, you're swimming with sharks up here. 
And so I think that there are great candidates, but it's like, if you don't know that stuff, there's no how to manual on how to run for office. So I think that like representative Gates gets involved in, in primaries, I'm going to be doing the same thing. I love that. And ultimately, yeah, getting more people elected. Cause it can't just be one person. You know, we need, yeah. we need more people elected to do the right thing. But, you know, I'm hoping that what, happened yesterday not only does it set a precedence maybe next time if there is someone that's thinking about abusing their position of authority that they think twice because there will be a reckoning day eventually but also too i hope that the american people realize you know we're up here there are some good ones up here that are doing the right thing and fighting the good fight so Uh, i i love that thanks so much for what you're doing you know again i want to help you get funded because i i recognize even finding those people the problem you run into is you know, the Mitch McConnells of the world, they have hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> they choose their rhino candidate. And, you know, it's hard to break through that, even in the, you know, in the primaries. Uh, you know, you could have the greatest America first candidate, but some guy's getting $25 million for a primary for Mitch McConnell so that he can get his chosen candidate that will, you know, bow to him, who will do nothing America first. You know, it's not easy. So not, it's, it's not just even finding those candidates and helping them run. It's also helping them get funded and preventing all of that wasted primary dollars to help someone who has no business representing anyone in the movement, you know, getting from Washington. So we, let's, we'll talk more about that offline. I know you guys uh, have to run, <laughs> but let, let's talk about that one because I want to help you with that one, too, because it's, it's such a big part of what we have to do. And again, what you, Gates, you know, a small group of people are doing in Congress is really changing the game. And you're giving hope to that America First movement that they do have representation, that they are getting things done, that their voices have been heard. So, Anna, I I really want to thank you for all of that. Thanks for what you're doing. Good luck with the baby. I'm sure we'll talk before then, but, you know, they they can come early. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't say that Tom. yeah no, listen I'm, don't you know be careful but you know like you're you're getting into that zone and i ask me how i know i have five so if you need any pro tips i have i have done it all I, i've done it all so if, if you need anything let me know thank you so much we'll talk again soon all right we'll talk to you soon <laughs> bye guys uh what we're gonna do now i'm gonna get into the news so again a little bit reverse order uh and then I'm just going to look at you some of your questions. I know I, I do the locals ask me anything, but you know that what I may do is just do it here. So we're thrown for a little bit of a loop, but what's nice is we can do whatever we want. So if it's good, we go longer. If it's not, so you know, ask your questions. If you have good ones, I'll answer them. If you're going to be a troll, I won't. So you know, don't bother wasting your time. Uh, it's not worth the headache, and uh, but we'll have some fun with it. So. Let's get into the news, because a lot has happened since Monday's episode. Like we discussed with the Congresswoman, on Tuesday, Hunter Biden was charged with federal crimes. But if you were expecting actual charges for years of foreign corruption, or actually facing consequences for selling out America, for tax evasion, for gun crimes, You'd be sorely disappointed, though I bet if you're watching this show at this point, you wouldn't be at all surprised. The charges against Hunter Biden and his plea deal are a sweetheart deal to sweep the corruption under the rug and justifies the DOJ's witch hunt against my father. My father actually called that. He said, hey, they're going to do a little something on a hunter so they can see, see, both sides are being punished. But we all know. That's bullshit, okay? 
Hunter Biden is going to face no time in prison. He will plead guilty to two misdemeanor charges for not paying taxes and enter into a diversion program for felony gun possession. Okay? You think I'd get that break, folks? <laughs> you, guys, you guys think they'd do the same for me if I just, ah, you know, forgot to pay a few million in taxes. Just minor details like that, you know? Uh, if I had felony gun charges, uh, disposed of a gun at a high school while on drugs, you think, you think that'd be a problem for Don Jr.? I do. This sort of deal is unheard of. If the DOJ had tried the cases and a court had convicted Hunter Biden, the maximum he would face is a year for each crime and 10 years for the firearm charge. Instead, he gets zero prison time. Doesn't even seem like there's actual penalties. Does he even pay back the back taxes? How does this work? Would anyone get that treatment if their last name wasn't Biden or if they weren't part of the Democrat elite? Of course not, folks. There's a set of rules for you, for me, for everyone, and then there's a set of rules for the Democrat elite. For example, Wesley Snipes, the famous actor, Blade, amongst others, committed a similar tax crime. He was sentenced to three years in prison. He could have paid it back. He could have. Why didn't he get that deal? Rapper Kodak Black committed the same gun crime, lying on a purchase form. He was sentenced to 46 months. Here's his lawyer, Brad Cohen, explaining just how unusual the Hunter Biden deal is. We heard the same from Cash Patel last week, who tried cases in some of these courts. Check it out. 46 months? A sentence yes, for 46, 46 months for the... Ex for the exact same crime, the exact same thing that uh, Hunter Biden is, is not even playing to. He's actually getting a diversion program, which you almost never see diversion programs in federal court. I mean, it is less than 1% of people that, that plea that actually get a diversion program. I've, I've only seen it once in my 26 years, and it was on a case that was so horrible, it actually should have been dismissed. That's how bad the case was. But in order to save face, they gave a diversion program. It has never, ever happened on a gun charge. And I would challenge the individual who gave him that offer to see how many times they've offered diversion programs on gun charges. Huh. Interesting. So this is clearly an unusual sweetheart deal. I, we're shocked, folks, right? We're shocked. The crackhead who take billions from China because they obviously do a lot of diverse investments. They give a lot of crackheads a billion dollars. Just like there's a lot of oil companies that have people who know nothing about oil and gas and don't speak the language where they conduct business, don't know anything, and don't show up. Make six-figure monthly salaries, right? That happens a lot. And don't take it from me that this deal buries any investigation in a Hunter Biden's corruption. His own lawyer says just that. Check it out. My understanding is that we're done. The statement from the prosecutor's office, from Weiss's office, said the investigation is ongoing. This is the statement announcing that criminal charges have been filed. It's obviously not the statement about the plea agreement. Are, are, are you led to believe that that investigation is ongoing, will be dropped once this plea deal is made official? I'm not led to believe anything. That's Mr. Weiss's statement. I think there's going to be a court proceeding. 
I think there are going to be agreements that are going to come out about the court proceeding. And I think we'll, everyone will see what happens once that occurs. Would you make a deal, though, if you thought there were more charges coming? Would I make a deal? Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't. That says a lot. And guys, right after this deal gets announced, we found out that Hunter Biden seemingly essentially solicited a bribe for Joe Biden. A text released today by the House Ways and Means Committee shows that in 2017, okay, six years ago, of course, you know, no one cares, no one looks into it. I'm sure the FBI knew. We've had the laptop, everyone had it, no one cares. Hunter Biden texted a Chinese businessman, and I quote, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Close quote. Hey guys, if that was me talking to my big guy, uh, again, what do you think would happen? You heard what Adam Shifty Shifter, you'll hear about it shortly, what he said about me uh, on the floor of Congress yesterday. You heard about this stuff for the last seven years. That seems a lot more egregious, a lot more explicit. I thought Joe Biden had nothing to do with these things. That's literally as explicit as it gets, and nothing's gonna happen because that's the state we live in right now. At least not under Joe Biden's DOJ. We've seen that. The House Ways and Means Committee also revealed that a federal prosecutor said, there is no way, and I quote, a search warrant for evidence would get approved for the guest house of Joe Biden. Oh, wait, wait. So raiding Mar-a-Lago with the FBI's hostage rescue team for files under lock and key guarded by the United States Secret Service is a serious problem. <laughs> but anything dealing with Joe Biden is off limits? Are we serious here? Of course we are. And we all know no one would get the same treatment. This is the DOJ spitting in your face. They're challenging you to do anything about it. They want you to be weak. They want you to be helpless. And this is exactly why we need a second Trump administration. We need a real special prosecutor to actually charge the Bidens for their crimes. We'll continue to cover all of this as it develops. I just hope we have more Republicans like Anna Paulina Luna in there actually fighting. Not just kowtowing to the DOJ, not just saying, okay, we'll let it go if you give us some BS or invite us to the cool person party. We need fighters. But we also have breaking news, guys. In, in another sort of story, it, it's been flooding the airwaves. The whole thing seems a little bit nuts to me. But we have breaking news surrounding the missing Titanic submarine. I guess it's the Titan going down to the Titanic. We just learned this afternoon from Oceangate that the submarine travel company that set all of this up, that the passengers are unfortunately dead. Uh, we pray for them, for their families. The Coast Guard also found wreckage from the missing submarine. It's very sad and tragic ending to a story that still leaves some key questions un unanswered. For me, this one, it almost makes no sense. Like the whole thing's just odd, right? And 
I'm not trying to get conspiratorial, and I put some Twitter stuff out, and people, oh, you can't believe you're doing it. Yeah, because the conspiracy theorists have been so wrong. But, for example, we're learning that this sub was very sketchily built. Here's a CBS report from last year on the very sub in question. Check it out. I was a little nervous. An experimental submersible vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma, or death. Where do I sign? Oh! Take your shoes off, that's customary. Okay. Wow! Inside, the sub has about as much room as a minivan. So this is not your grandfather's submersible. <laughs> we only have one button, that's it. It should be like an elevator. You know, it shouldn't take a lot of skill. The Titan is the only five-person sub in the world that can reach titanic depths, 2.4 miles below the sea. It's also the only one with a toilet, sort of. And yet, I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. <laughs> Come on! It seems like this submersible has some elements of MacGyvery jerry-riggedness. I mean, you're putting construction. Yeah, I guess the one thing the CBS reporter left out was supposedly the submarine went missing for five hours, like before this. Seems like an important thing that maybe they should have included. He casually mentioned that information on Twitter this week. Now, for the privilege of going. On this rinky-dink submarine, you have to pay $250,000. Now, one of the passengers was a billionaire, a man named Hamish Harding. So, of course, the socialists have gloated about his, his death. They're sick. They are sick, sick people, folks. Over at the leftist New Republic, they want you to know that Stockton Rush, the CEO of Ocean Gaze, has donated a couple of thousand dollars to Republicans in the past. I mean, my huge, the subtext is clear, folks. He's a Republican, so it's fine that he dies. It's just another example of the left rushing to politicize a tragedy, even when it's a story as terrifying and sad as this. But unfortunately, it's not surprising at all. I mean, again, there is some stuff in there that is crazy. I, I, I watched some of this stuff. You see, you know, it's controlled by like a gamer's remote control with Wi-Fi. Uh, you know, single button on and off. Doesn't seem to have any real communications. I, I wonder if there's more, because none of it makes any sense to me. But it is a terrible tragedy, and we want to wish uh, our deepest consolences to those affected, to the family, and we pray for those missing. So uh, maybe there'll be a miracle, but it's not looking good right now. In other news, as we learned and as we talked about with Anna Paulina Luna, Adam Schiff was finally censured by the House of Representatives. Schiff is just the eighth congressman to be censured by Congress in the past hundred years. Schiff was censured for his nonstop lies about Russia collusion when he served as the House Intelligence Chairman. Schiff went on TV nonstop claiming there was evidence he had seen him himself of Russia collusion. I had committed treason and so many others. He tried to ruin people's lives. He tried to bankrupt him, and he knew there was no evidence at all. For all the talk of protecting democracy, Schiff's lies undermined a democratically elected president.
And that was the point of the lies. There was no other point. He wanted to end Trump's presidency. He wanted to make it impossible for him to function. He wanted to hurt him personally, his family, and everything. A 2018 poll found that the majority of Democrats believed Russia tampered with vote counts in order to help President Donald Trump win the 2016 election. They believed that lie because of Adam Schiff. However, Schiff has apparently yet to learn his lesson. Here he is yesterday during the John Durham hearing claiming that I colluded with Russia. Check it out for yourselves. It never and congressional investigations also revealed that Don Jr. was informed that a Russian official was offering the Trump campaign, quote, very high level and sensitive information, unquote, that would be incriminating of Hillary Clinton was part of, quote, Russia and its government support of Mr. Trump. Are you aware of that? Sure. People get phone calls all the time from uh, individuals who claim to have information like that. Really, the son of a presidential candidate gets calls all the time from a foreign government offering dirt on their important opponent? Is that what you're saying? I don't think this is unique in your experience. Uh, so you, uh, you have other instances of the Russian government offering dirt on uh, a presidential candidate to the presidential candidate's son. Is that what you're saying? Would you repeat the question? Uh, you said that it's not uncommon to get offers of help from a hostile foreign government and a presidential campaign directed at the president's son. You really stand by that, Mr. Durham? Saying that, it, that people can make phone calls um, making uh, claims uh, all the time that you may have experienced. Are you really trying to diminish the significance of what happened here and the secret meeting that the president's set, son set up in Trump Tower to receive that incriminating Information, you're trying to diminish the significance of that, Mr. Turner? I'm not trying to diminish it at all, but I think the more complete story is that they met and it was a ruse and they didn't talk about Mrs. Clinton. Yeah, minor details. And it also wasn't set up by a Russian government. It was set up by someone who had represented a big real estate developer that I'd actually looked at deals with in the past. That's how business works, right? You talk with people. You maintain relationships. Unlike Adam Schiff who got a call from people saying that they had, in Ukraine, information to get Donald Trump. Well, it turns out they were shock jocks. The difference is, I was very new to politics. I didn't think that even though it was paid for by the Hillary Clinton scam, that this was even a big deal. Uh, Adam Schiff, as the head of the Intelligence Committee, should have known better, or should have been smart enough to figure out that it was different. I mean, he was the head of the Intelligence Committee, but he wasn't. But Schiff still thinks that he's a truth teller in all this. <laughs> Check this out. He's still holding on to Russia, 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 despite the Mueller report coming out and saying there wasn't any, despite the Durham report, despite there's not been a shred of evidence to say anything other than Adam Schiff continuing and perpetuating his lies. Check it out yourself. I thank you. You honor me with your enmity. You flatter me with this falsehood. You, who are the authors of a big lie about the last election, must condemn the truth-tellers, and I stand proudly before you. Your words tell me that I have been effective in the defense of our democracy, and I am grateful. And yet this false and defamatory resolution comes at a considerable cost to the country and to the... Well, yeah, as Three Finger Whiskey says, you really can't fix stupid. <laughs> yeah, he's right. He'll continue because it doesn't matter. Media doesn't care. Big tech doesn't care. Hey, if he's doing the Democrats bidding, you can lie to the American people for years. 
You can undermine the duly elected president of the United States. Imagine Donald Trump did that to Barack Obama. Uh, imagine he did that to Joe Biden coming in. Imagine any Republican did that to any Democrat. Yeah, there'd be a lot more than censuring going on. Uh, but again, hopefully the Ethics Committee catches up to Adam Schiff and gives him what he deserves. The Russia lies from Democrats do more than just smear me and my family. They've done more than just cost us tens of millions of dollars. They've also transformed the Democrats into a party obsessed with war and obsessed with Russia, seemingly all based on these lies. We've seen over $100 billion in aid for Ukraine right now. And we're learning now they're going to get another $6.2 billion. Why? Because the Pentagon <laughs> claims they actually overcounted the aid to Ukraine by $6.2 billion due to an accounting error. Yeah, yeah, just a small, normal, little $6.2 billion error, folks. And because of this apparent error, Ukraine and the soon-to-be multi-billionaire oligarchs, which perhaps I'm sure some have been created already, but I'm sure there'll be more, Ukraine now gets another $6.2 in aid. Just so we understand, that's two completions of the wall at our southern border to help Ukraine. This is never going to end, folks. The death, the destruction of both Ukraine, of the people actually fighting the war, not the bureaucrats, Russians, everyone. The death and carnage is going to continue as long as we keep that spigot open helping. It's never going to end. There's no incentive for it because the people in power are going to make billions themselves. This is a story as old as time, and we've seen it. It's just another conspiracy theory that will be proven right in a matter of weeks. Based on the stuff that I've read, that the assets of Vladimir Zelensky, an actor in Ukraine, which I imagine is not quite the same as an actor in Hollywood, uh, a lot of those assets seem to already exist. But again, who knows if that reporting is accurate. But would anyone even be remotely surprised at this point? Democrats and rhinos used to complain nonstop about like a billion dollars for a wall. They did. I mean, to finish it. But it's a casual thing now for Ukraine. Here's another couple billion, 6.2 billion because of an accounting error from the same Pentagon that lost like 220 billion a couple months ago. I wonder where all that went. You guys want to bet that it went to the Ukraine? I think so. Now imagine, for example, you missed a couple thousand dollars on your IRS tax filings. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you'd get the Hunter Biden treatment. You'd be in jail. You'd be penalized. But the Pentagon, yeah, that's a $6.2 billion between oligarch friends. We don't even know where the aid we're giving to Ukraine is going. The military is not following the law, which mandates that they follow the military aid to its end recipient. Watch Matt Gates talk about just this right now. This amendment would require the Secretary of Defense to certify that end-use monitoring laws and regulations are being followed before any drawdown to send military equipment to Ukraine. This committee will recall when the Inspector General was before us, they could not testify that end-use monitoring was followed. Matter of fact, in DODIG Report uh, 2384, it says... 
quote, DOD personnel did not have the required accountability of the thousands of defense items that they received and transferred in Poland. Specifically, we observed DOD personnel did not fully implement their standard operating procedures to account for defense items and could not confirm the quantities of defense items received against the quantity of items shipped for three of five shipments we observed. So just in the Sentinel testing and review that has been done with a massive amount of equipment going into a war zone, we are not following the law. Guys, here's an idea. The Democrats who so desperately wanted 86, 87,000 IRS agents, uh, why don't we assign half of them to Zelensky in Ukraine? And you know what? Maybe we assign the other half to investigate Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, right? They wanted to do this to investigate billionaires, according to the Democrats. You know, there's a few hundred billionaires in America. I don't think they needed 87,000 armed IRS agents to investigate them. But, like, if we put them on Ukraine and we put them on Joe and Hunter, maybe we'd actually figure out where your and my hard-earned tax dollars are going. Because right now, it doesn't seem like anyone knows. But that's not going to stop them from sending the next $6.2 billion in another day or two when they run out or Zelensky needs another or needs another mansion or whatever it may be. That's not being Russian apologist. It's being America first because there's enough problems in this country that we need to take care of that we're refusing to even look at. We're refusing to even acknowledge. We certainly won't fund it. But, you know, hey, when you're the Democrats, I guess America last, it's still okay because you'll get enough votes magically anyhow. But enough of the serious stuff, folks. It's time to get some off-the-beat headlines, and I want to get your reaction to some of this. Maybe we'll look at it in the comments. Uh, so I want to hear what you have to say about this Mark Zuckerberg-Elon Musk cage match. Did you see this? Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg apparently have agreed to fight a cage match. No date or location set yet. However, they actually appear to be serious about it. Dana White told TMZ, Dana's awesome, good friend, uh, myself of the family, uh, that he spoke with Mark and Elon last night. Both guys are genuinely, genuinely serious about this. Um, I don't know. That could be interesting. Elon maybe is in trouble. Mark Zuckerberg has been training Brazilian jiu-jitsu for the last 18 months. Maybe that's good, but who knows what Elon's been doing. I think it could, it's certainly going to be interesting. Uh, Want to know what you guys think? Uh, money on Elon. Money, okay. So, Napkin Nader, 79, his money's on Elon. Elon will hurt Lizard Boy. Never will happen, just theater. There's a solid chance of that. Uh, high end fool, great show, Don, first timer. Thanks, guys. I'm glad you're checking it out. Uh, yeah, for all of you guys, by the way, if you're new to the show or if you're watching, don't forget to like, subscribe, download the Rumble app so we can get this kind of programming out there so people can hear what's really going on. People can hear from Anna Paulino, you know, not with the censorship of even mainstream conservative media, which is going to do a number on anything that gets said. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Make sure to like. Do it right now. It takes one second. It's not that hard. Uh, don't be cheap with your likes, uh, but also share and check it out. Uh, depends if Zuckerberg brings a spare battery pack. <laughs> Based Elon wins easily. It'll be hilarious. My money's on Elon. Elon will wipe the floor with that pedo. I, easy. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just reading a comment. Uh, you know, uh, 
Soros is the boss. Uh, Proof Zuck is a lizard if he beats Elon. Well, listen, I, I, a lot of it depends on, you know, if I, I've seen I, I've seen just the media reports that, you know, I guess Zuckerberg has been training, uh, has actually fought a couple of you know, jujitsu fights. I'm sure he's got incredible people training him. And, you know, what, what I know about fighting is that, you know, people who actually have fought tend to do a lot better than people who think they're good at fighting but haven't actually done it. That's that's pretty clear. So uh, a little training uh, goes a long way. I don't know what a cage match is. Is that just pure jujitsu rules or is that, you know, full contact? Is it MMA rules? Uh, boxing? Uh, let's see what happens. You know, if it's pure jujitsu, obviously you get huge advantage to someone who's doing jujitsu. If it's uh, full fighting, I guess it depends on, you know, how good you are on your feet. Um, could really be interesting. Zuckerberg's going out. Well, listen, it, it seems like, I don't know that I've seen a single person uh, think that Zuck is going to win. So uh, that, could be, that could be interesting. But again, I don't know anything about Elon's training, if he's done any of that. Um, so let's see what happens. But I, no matter what, it's going to be a ratings hit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Zuckerberg has. I've seen him fight. You know, you know some. You know whether it's local or regional matches or something like that. He's actually you know fought and I think he won. A, you know won a match. Uh, but he, he's been training and you know obviously training and all of that matters. Zuck is five eight. Elon's taller. Uh, that was James XR. Yeah, but honestly, man, like it, the size doesn't matter that much if you're not training. If you don't have that, meaning not just training cardio and lifting and being strong. If you don't know how to fight, that's the size doesn't matter. I mean, I remember like speaking of Dana White, like original UFC, I think I was at UFC like two or like the first one they had in Atlantic city. I mean, I, I remember you know, sitting there with my brother and like a tank Abbott from the old days, literally put his dentures on the seat next to me, like to be like, hold that uh, place uh, for his girlfriend or something. Yeah, like, it was old school. And they fought around Robin. So if you fought and won, you fought again that night until there was one guy left. There weren't weight classes. There were, it, was, it was a whole different world. Uh, and so, you know, you gotta, you, you need fight experience. Um, and, and seeing some of that training that these guys are doing today that, you know, they've developed such great systems, uh, it'll be interesting. But literally no one thinks that Elon is going to lose. I, not like not one. That probably tells us a lot, less so about anyone's knowledge about fights, but just the general dislike of I guess, you know, probably censorship and stuff like that that's happened over at Meta because it's it's it seems like this one's personal for everyone and I get that because I promise you prob no one has lost more followers of anyone watching this right now uh, due to bullshit or, you know, fake fact checks or like the technicalities innuendo bullshit that they do. So uh, let's, uh, let's see. Yeah, UFC back then was not the MMA of today. That's 100% true. It was just, it was totally different. I mean, they, uh, but, hey, a lot of those guys were pretty badass, but yes, it's a different game. I mean, they, back then they picked up guys that were just, you know, good collegiate wrestlers and be like, hey, you know, someone's hurt. Can you, can you go fight? Like, someone may have never even thrown a punch and they got in that, uh, they got in that ring and some of them did really well and went on to, you know, learn MMA and learn, you know, ground and pound and like other aspects of, of the fight game and did pretty well. Uh, I, I think that probably wouldn't work out as well today where people have sort of literally mastered all our aspects of the mixed part of MMA. Uh, 
All right, Todd Secretarian, let's hope it's an untucked fight. I think that's a veiled reference to, uh, yeah, Target uh, or one of those companies uh, coming up with their own line of uh, tuck it underwear so you can, uh, you can hide your junk. Um, <laughs> this is the world we're living in, folks. Do you believe I'm even talking about this shit? But it's like real. Like I, every day I think we're being punked. Uh, and yet it's, uh, it, it never ends. Um, no holds barred, Matt. Listen, I, I, I'd love to see that. I imagine that won't be the case, but if it was, that'd be pretty badass. Um, yeah, untucked fight, LOL. It, I mean, do you believe we're actually talking about this shit? Like two grown men, like, we're like, but like, it's real. And like, this stuff's actually happening. And they're trying to do this thing to our children because like, this is the shit they're thinking. You know, our kids can't read or write anymore. You know, basic math is like, why the hell would you need to learn that? According to the left, it seems. But like, making sure that you could tuck so that in a bikini, no one confuses you for what you are biologically is, uh... <laughs> can't make it up, guys. I mean, we... Yeah, the, the end of Republic has to be, like, this has to be it. Like, I mean, you know, you, you talk about uh, you know, the fall of Rome, you talk about how empires last and it's always like 200 years. It's like, eh, we're, we're coming up on that edge and history has to be repeating itself with this bullshit because like, I, I have a hard time believing half the stuff that is very serious news every day is actually even news. Um, gives tuck and roll a whole new meaning. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I love that one. Zombie salt Disney. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, great, good fight analogy these days. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine, I, I imagine the original guys fighting in the UFC. I gotta get some. I gotta get some of the UFC guys on here. Yeah, I'll get Colby, uh, Colby Covington to come up, or maybe we'll have Ma Jorge. You know, interesting. I'm buddies with two guys that do not exactly like each other. Um, uh, Royce Gracie's a friend. You know, we should. Would you guys want some of those guys on the show? Because I think we gotta break up some of the. Especially in the summer when it's like slower and it's not as political. Would you guys want that? Just comment if you'd actually want uh, that. Because, you know, again, politics and the insanity of what's going on today. And some of those guys can talk about it anyway. I'd, I'd love to hear, uh, you know, the, their guy, those guys' concepts on that. But, uh, yes? Okay. Yeah, Masvidal rules, cold music glasses. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, I will... I'll get on that and we'll definitely... Uh, make that happen. Colby was up here at my house a couple weeks ago. I think he, he came up for like Kim's birthday party just when we had pe some people over for that. Uh, so uh, we'll let's make that happen. Does John Jr. watch Redacted? You should be a guest on Redacted. I, I, don't, I don't think I've seen that one. We'll hear Ho Jorge go off on Joe. Well, listen, Jorge is awesome, dude. And like I got to meet him actually during the 20 cycle. Uh, you know, I was following him. Obviously loved his fighting style. Like, like, Saw him uh, fight it at MSG, um, and uh, I guess that was Diaz uh, when he won that one uh, pretty handily. Um, and he's got an incredible story. I mean, that one almost becomes political because he, he came on the campaign trail with me around Florida uh, in 20. And, you know, talking like the story about it, like his dad literally came from Cuba on a raft. And, like, it, it's, it's really mind-blowing. And, like, this guy is a guy that understands... Uh, where we're headed, uh, what they escaped from, really appreciates it. I mean, his story is really, really good, and he, he does a good job telling it. Like, just 
it's an amazing, uh, it, it's an amazing story. So uh, we'll, we'll have to have him on here uh, as well. Nady, F Baby, Don Jr. is sexy. I, I, yes, thank you. I, true. Fact check, true. Uh, others may fact check that otherwise, but I appreciate it. Yeah, my, no, so yeah, Jorge is a great friend. Awesome fighter. Just retired. I was at his fight in Miami uh, when he did that. Guy's just an absolute uh, awesome dude. Um, just heart. Awesome guy. Bring on Dana White. Yeah, I'll have to get. I'll have to do that with Dana sometime. I'm sure he'd do that. Uh, you know, some of those. You know, with some people it's easy to do the call in. A guy like Dana, you want to just go in person. So maybe even next time I'm in Vegas, I'll just bring some gear in, and do it that way. Because like some of the guys like that, you you want to hear that story. I mean, he's got some great DJT stories that I've heard. Uh, and maybe we gotta we gotta uh, you know pull those down on here. Uh, let the winner of the fight fight Chris Pavlovsky from Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hey, we may, may have to get it going. Chris moved down to Florida. Maybe we got to get him rolling and uh, and start. Um, Don Jr. doesn't need a fight hunter. He might catch something. Uh, <laughs> also, fact check true. I mean, you know, not gonna lie. You know, uh, I definitely would want some of the the testing done beforehand. Uh, uh, Calling Greta Thunberg a climate expert is like calling Whoopi Goldberg a health and fitness expert. True. Hunter needs jail. Fair. Have Bongino on? Yeah, Dan's great. I mean, you know, Dan. Dan's actually, like, I think I was the second verified, like, user on Rumble uh, after Dan. He was there early. He was a friend. He was like, hey, would you... Dan actually introduced me to Chris Pavlovsky, uh, which started... You know, me ultimately coming on Rumble. Um, I went on Rumble. You know, Dan uh, had, had Chris down. They were talking. Chris was like, hey, man, would you do this? And I was like, yeah, I saw. This was like 18, I guess. I think it was about then. It was like when all the cancellation stuff started happening and all the nonsense was going on. And all of a sudden, I was just like, um, hey, listen, th these other guys, other platforms are censoring the hell out of me. Uh, they're they're cutting off fake fact checks, just you know, crushing my reach. You know, they're like, yeah, I was the original guy being like, ah, they're censoring. They're like, how do you know that? I was like, well, because I was averaging like seven thousand retweets yesterday, and today I'm getting four. They're like, well, four thousand to seven, maybe it's just like I go, no, 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 four, like single digit. Uh, and so uh, Chris was like, hey, we don't do that here. And so I was like, definitely got got to get on there. So I you know do the I've been doing the short stuff that I just do uh, to camera. Uh, for social uh, on there for years, uh, and no, it's been a great platform. So that's, that's why I'm here, and not not elsewhere. Because why, why build up a following in some of these other places where, you know, YouTube? It's you know, I'll build up a following, I'll say something they don't like, and I'll be off permanently the next day. It's not it's not worth the effort. It's not easy to do this stuff. It's not easy to build up a following and an audience. Um, that's never easy. So uh, you know, I don't want to do it with something where it can just go away because someone uh, disagrees with you or they want to hurt you politically or they want to take away your platform because you end up being right about everything anyway. Um, let's see. Yeah, oh yeah, I was, I was shadow banned. Probably like no one other, uh, you know, like gone through some of that. It's just, that was never ending. Elon will slaughter the soy boy. I don't know, I mean Zuckerberg seems like he's in good shape. I'm not saying like, whatever, but I, I don't know that I can say the same for Elon, but 
you know, I'm sure Elon's a smart guy. He'll figure out how to get in shape uh, for it. Uh, he's, he's sort of the mad scientist. You never know. Gracie would be cool, old school. Yeah, Roy's a super good guy. We know each other. Uh, actually, sort of through like the shooting world and stuff like that. He's big 2A advocate, all that stuff. So we go back and forth a bunch on that. Run into him always at like SHOT Show and stuff like that. Uh, he'd be cool. I mean, that was one of the original badasses. I mean, he was the guy that was actually fighting and winning those like round robin like matches early. And like, so, uh, you know, you can say what you want about new school versus old school, but that guy's a badass no matter what. Um, Shadow Band should be the name of Zuck's finishing move. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. He's executed it probably more than uh, uh, The Rock has executed the people's elbow. Uh, so, yeah, I, I imagine that's happened a bunch. Spoilers, not conspiracies. A hundred percent right. That's why I was like, I, I actually I put out a tweet about, you know, the submarine thing. And again, while it's a terrible tragedy, you can still be like, Really? Like, you're a billionaire spending 250 grand to go on a sub controlled by, like, a remote? It just seems off, right? It, it, it feels like it's a distraction or, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's very, very odd. Uh, so I'm wondering if there's anything else that comes with that. I'm not trying to be conspiratorial, but honestly, these days, like, everything that's been conspiratorial has proven to be right in time. So let's see if something happens from that. Um... You go into BJJ class and get beat by everyone for a couple of months. Yeah, no, like, in that, like, just a little bit of basic training. If someone's better than you, they're better than you. Like, it, it's, it, fighting, like, you know, MMA style fighting, you can get lucky, you know, throw a punch that just lands perfectly, and, you know, something, a kick that just, you know, whatever it may be, and, uh, you know, get... It's a lot harder in BJJ because it's not that sort of lucky knockout. Like, you don't usually get someone better than you in that kind of hold. Uh, it's, it's a lot more sort of, in my opinion, decisive based on that. Like, you know, a black belt doesn't lose to brown belts. Like, unless, unless they're holding a brown belt back, you know, trying to get them to win that category for years, and he probably should be a black belt. It doesn't really happen that way. So anyone who's trained in that generally is going to kick the shit out of someone who hasn't, in my opinion. Thank you and Kimberly. Yeah, thank you. It, it's our pleasure, guys. I, I think Kim's really enjoyed it. I think her show is doing great. A little different format. Uh, I think maybe I just got to have her on a little bit more often sometimes, especially in the summer. Like I said, it feels you, you can just see it across the board uh, just a little bit slower. So maybe we just do a little bit more just conversational stuff. Maybe that works out better even for just the audio component of the podcast. Uh, you know, like I said, go check it out on iTunes or Spotify. Rumble will put it up there. Uh, you know, a couple days uh, later, but, you know, they have the whole library of the stuff I've done in the past, so go check it out there. Uh, I'm sure it would drive those people crazy if we became a top podcast there as well. Um, but I've never really pushed it much until the last, like, two weeks. I didn't even know they were doing it that much. <laughs> um, but other people were like, oh, yeah, you're on there. I was like, oh, they are like, oh, yeah, we do this. So uh, invite Kim. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a Kim. We, Kim was on the opening show, and people actually liked uh, the ball-breaking banter back and forth, obviously. She's got an awesome personality, as funny as hell. Uh, one of the few people sort of puts me in my place. Sometimes I need that. Uh, so it's good, and uh, we'll, we'll have to do that. But uh, maybe uh, what I'll do right now, I'll finish this up here. Uh, but before I do that, I want you to just go check out our sponsors. Uh, you know, check out the folks at 
Gold Co. Go, to, go visit them at donjuniorgold.com. That's D-O-N-J-R gold.com. Guys, you see what's going on. I, like, you know, if you don't, then, yeah, I can't help you. But, like, you see inflation, the interest rates, the bank collapsing. Uh, it, it's just, it's playing out, like, before our very eyes. So I just want you to be protected. Not telling you to do anything. Just go. Check it out. Learn more. They'll take you through it all, and you see what's right for you. I just don't want anyone to get wiped in this stuff, and it feels like it's a good hedge uh, against the insanity that's going on. So go to donjrgold.com. Also, check out the folks at Patriot Mobile. Uh, again, you're going to have a phone in your pocket. Like, you know, if you're watching this show, you have a cell phone, okay? I know one or two people are like, I don't have a cell phone. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> man, like, I appreciate the off-the-grid mentality. I can, you know, I love it. Uh, don't think I could quite get away with that one. Um, and so, you know, go check out the folks at Patriot Mobile. Get free activation by going patriotmobile.com slash triggered, as in the name of the podcast. That's patriotmobile.com slash triggered. Like the show, share the show, pass it on with your friends. Uh, we'll have some more fun. I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Uh, I will see you on Monday. Oh, here's one. Do I like Truth Social? Yeah, I, I really do, actually. It's a... Truth Social's been great. A lot of people, uh, you know, just, you know, our people are on there. So I like, I like talking to them there uh, as well. Uh, you know, I think Twitter's improved some of the stuff in terms of the shadow bands and stuff like that. But, like, with a lot less followers, my engagement on Truth is just much higher. So I imagine even if they're for free speech, maybe they're not for all of free speech. It's, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not entirely bought into that, I think. Uh, when Elon came in and was doing the original deal and they were like, oh my God, like my engagement went through the roof. It went crazy for like a couple of days and then the deal looked like it was going to fall through and it was like, put the brakes on. It was like literally they were there just burning the files. Like, let's just get rid of all the, you know, the clamps on the algorithm. And again, I don't, I'm not even faulting anyone, you know, meaning well, I'm not faulting Elon, I guess, for that. I Maybe he you know, wants some of that. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But I imagine in a company like that, even if you fire 50% of the people, I imagine 50% of the people that work there are still leftist crazies. And so you know, there'll be other stuff in there. If you're not reading every line of the code, you could get those kinds of things in there. So yeah, it, it was loose for a week when it looked like he was taking over and they were burning the files. Then it, it came back down. I, it's better now than it was shortly after the original buy. It was like, it was literally... The first few months of that were, like, almost as bad as, like, Twitter 1.0. Twitter 2.0 got that bad. Uh, definitely seems better uh, now than it was then. I don't know if it's perfect, but, you know, and again, that's just empirical, you know, you know looking at it, seeing what goes on, knowing what does well, seeing what does well elsewhere. Um, but uh, it's certainly better than, you know, probably for me, a lot of the meta stuff that just gets crushed and you get almost no growth and like you know I got millions of people on Instagram and everyone's like I love your Instagram page it's hilarious and it's like no growth it's like you know clearly uh done for a reason so um let's see but guys thanks a lot uh I'll go over uh on locals hopefully uh some guys are there ask some of the questions there for the specific AMA some of these I, I apologize guy I can't get through them all sometimes I can't even read the full question before it sort of scrolls through with the amount of people commenting uh, but we definitely got something uh, to have the, you know, a couple of the, you know, fighters on. Uh, we'll, we'll cycle those in in the next few weeks or whatever it may be. Uh, and we'll have some fun with it. So, uh, also, guys, do you like this 
format where we do sort of the AMA here rather than just going over to locals. Not everyone uh, is on there. I think they're working on maybe integrating it both so that I can actually see the specifics of the subscribers. Uh, but I'll go over there and uh, check it out. But uh, maybe we'll do more of this anyway. Uh, here. Yes, awesome, yes. Thanks, Don, yes. Thanks for the show, it was good. Thank you, doing a great... All right, so that sounds good. Maybe we'll do some more of that, and uh, maybe we'll just do some... Would you ever want a show where literally there's no, no guest, and we just do sort of like a show of, you know, maybe the, the AMA or the news of the week, and like, I'll just... Take questions. Uh, yes. Yes, awesome. Okay. So it sounds, uh, it sounds like you'd want that. So we can do some of that. I want to make sure, you know, I'm giving those guys, uh, you know, what they signed up for and everything like that. But, uh, you know, with as many people as are chiming in, I probably won't be able to get to a lot of the questions, whereas I can hit probably everyone there. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll check it out and maybe we'll do a little bit more of that. So appreciate it, guys. You're the best. Uh, if you're over on Locals, go over there. I'll go hit that for a little bit, and uh, I will talk to you soon. I'll talk to you on Monday. Have a good one.